You're listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. The show about everything and nothing. Now, I'd like to introduce two guys that need no introduction. Because you won't know them or remember them. Here they are. Jack Ace and Schwimey. Jack Ace, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, bud. <laughs> How's your weekend? My weekend was nice. We uh, we had uh, Boo Boo was in town, so spent some quality time with her. Took her dog. Gonna be watching <laughs> watching him while she gall- gallivants off to Las Vegas. I hate Vegas. <laughs> I can't stand Vegas. I've never liked Vegas. I th- I think it has. It has things that you know do entertain me, but as a whole, I don't. I don't care for it. I don't look forward to going there, you know. And I think, well, let's have a whole show all about Vegas, because um, I have a whole, I have a whole lot of opinions that I need to get out of my head, <laughs> and that's that's why we're here, folks. Mom, that's why we're here. My mother is my only listener. So uh, if you hear me address my mother, it's really me addressing the audience. Um, so let me ask you this. You know, I was uh, having a conversation with my oldest daughter, and we were talking about some things in, in life that are just, they're accepted, but when you start to look at them closely, you realize that they're really just a scam. Yes. And I think because she's a college student, the big one was college itself mm-hmm. being a, being a scam because she started out at one university, went, went there for a year, COVID happened, and she ended up transferring. And every step along the way, there was something about this process that felt just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, let me give you a prime example. So she... Uh, I warned her, I said, be careful when you transfer, they're not going to accept your credits. Now, she mm-hmm. went from what I consider a more prestigious university to one that's you know, not, not as prestigious. I won't say it's not prestigious. How dare you? Well, actually, maybe neither one of them are prestigious. But I warned her, I said, they're going to make you retake some of those classes you took. And she, she was like, well, why would they do that? And I was like, well, because really they just want your money. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, well, think about it from the start, right? You just took English and a language and a science and maybe economics and history in high school. Why are they making you do that stuff all over again? You know, mm-hmm. from that standpoint, it's a scam. You know, they want to get two years worth of tuition from you. To repeat everything you just learned. Like, she had all these AP credits. They were pretty much useless. Yeah. You know? She Absolutely. ended up having to take a bunch of stuff over. And then when she transferred, it didn't transfer. Right? She had to retake those classes. The ones that she took went to electives. And, you know, and I'm just... She's like, this is a scam. And I was like, yeah, it is. That's, that's how they operate. Here's the other thing, right? During COVID, yeah. she was... Um, a virtual student, meaning that she was taking classes from home for those of you who, who are uninitiated. Who are you explaining it to? I, well, I'm explaining it to my mom because she's sure as hell not going to oh. know. So, <laughs> okay. anyways, Sorry. mom, um, you know, Mahi was taking classes at home for a year and actually two years 
virtually. And that's because they weren't offering in-person classes. And she's just like, I'm, I'm not going to go back to campus if I, you know, if I have to stay in my dorm room all the yeah, time to take these classes. What's the point? So they actually charged her $18 more per credit hour for the virtualization of these classes. Yeah. And then I'm it's like, well, convenience well, yeah, I'm like, well, what the, I'm like, how, what, what service are they providing? She's like, well, nothing really. I was like, well, are they having to videotape lectures and edit them? And she's like, no, they're really not doing lectures. They assign me YouTube videos to watch and then have me do a reading assignment. She goes, I, it, it's three weeks in and I haven't seen the instructor yet. And I'm like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. <laughs> that is robbery, you know? <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. And so that got me thinking. There are other things in this world that are very similar. They're just ridiculous, but we accept them. Oh, the other thing about college was the textbooks. I don't really know that we need to get into that, but the whole idea of textbooks in college are ridiculous, right? That it is, yes. Yeah, and the price of them. And it's like yeah. it's it's like a little textbook mafia, really. You know, they control the market. It absolutely <laughs> is. You know? And then you have the instructors that write their own textbook, right, and make you buy it and then never make you open it the entire time. I, I just love when you had to get to the new version. The yep. updated. Yes. Algebra doesn't. It, it's algebra. No, it no. doesn't update. No, no. There's, <laughs> it's, there's, it's the same algebra <laughs> that it's always been. There's new notations no. in the columns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need that new book. So, yeah, so I started thinking. There, these things are everywhere. Things that really don't make sense, but we've done them maybe for a while, and as as it turns out, it's just something that's accepted that we just like. Oh yeah, it's it's a scam, Wait. but we do it anyways. Did you did you have a professor in college who wrote a book that you had to buy for his class? Yes, I did absolutely. I always wondered how much they made on that book. I mean, are they trying to supplement their income? Well, obviously. Obviously. I, yeah. But, I mean. <laughs> but how much, what is that commission that they're getting for the 50 students that have to buy the book? So, the guy that made us buy his book, he did. you didn't go to a bookstore. You had to go to, <laughs> to his office, professorbill.com <laughs> and download the PDF for 50 bucks. So, it was a, it was a PDF file. And that you couldn't you couldn't copy forward or anything. No, well, I, you couldn't. You like PDFs are right protected, so they're you can't augment them. Can you print them? Yeah, oh yeah, you can print them. <laughs> Make copies and get them out. You probably could. <laughs> I, I'm sure he wasn't worried about that. He just wanted to see everybody in the class log in to professorbill.com and pay <laughs> your fifty bucks for your glorious PDF <laughs> file. Did you stand up in front of the uh, the room with the credit card machine? I should have. <laughs> Hey, I got 50% copies right here, folks. Come on. Come on over here. Let's undo this. Game. Well, you know, there are people that tried to create, like, book reselling organizations that would, yeah. you know, and I know Amazon allows you to rent the book, you know, mm -hmm. um, and my daughter, my daughter does that to a certain extent, you know, gets the book off Amazon and then well, sells rent it. some knowledge. Yeah. Sends it back to them, you know, and if it's not in good shape, then she gets charged for the balance of the book or whatever. But yeah, it's a scam. And don't you know, Amazon would be in on it, too. So <laughs> I was just I was so I was thinking, let, let me ask you this. What what are what are some things out there that are similar in the world that we just accept 
these scams. <laughs> but you got me started with college, though. We could go on. Okay, well, let's. College you for... want to talk to college? Co- talk about college some more. Yeah, but I just feel like there's I a do. bunch of things out there that we probably need to talk about. I mean, a bunch of them jump off the top of my head. Multi-level marketing. I know. I tipping. Know, I know. Okay, we'll go there. Okay. But we uh, we got to do a college show too. Yeah, we do. Where that's going? Um, tipping for sure. You you don't <laughs> you do not deserve a tip if you give me your service. So we went. We took the the uh, the other one this morning to uh, La Madeline for breakfast because she was she was asking for something to eat before you know she went to work and I didn't feel like cooking it and my wife didn't feel like it either so we took him took her that's to the, that's the kind of riveting broadcasting you can count on here that's right <laughs> at your local La Madeleine hey it's French I like I like uh you know food from France it's tasty um, so we're, we're there and you know how La Madeline works. You go up to the county, you order your stuff and then they're like, you have to answer, you know, this is all businesses are doing this now, especially counter yeah. service, flip the monitor around. Oh, it's going to ask you a question. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm doing all the work here. You know, I'm buying food. I've come up to you to order it. I'll probably have to come back up to the counter to pick it up. And you want me to tip you for that? <laughs> I don't know if you're doing all the work. <laughs> I'm doing all the work. <laughs> well, there. So You're doing the tipping part. is supposed to be service based. Uh, yeah, totally agree. So <laughs> maybe you need to be a little bit more energetic when you say, <laughs> "What do you want?" <laughs> because what'll it be? Well, what, what do you have? <laughs> yeah, you know. So I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna say no. I'm not. You know, I I, I will tell you at counter service. Like if I go and order sushi for takeout, and it's a sushi bar where those guys behind the counter there. Are, chopping up the fish and slicing things real nice and yeah. making the artwork. I might give them five bucks or something like that because there's just, a bit of you, art there. You throw it at them on the way out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Make sure that they get it. Nicely done over there with the knife. Good chopping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? I mean. You wad it up. So, sling it at them. So I've talked to people about this. They're like, oh, it's probably just the point of sale software that has that in there. I'm like, yeah, but that's really easy to sure, disable, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So are we subsidizing the employment? Uh, I mean, that's what tips are, really. You are subsidizing the employment of this establishment because they don't want to pay their people what they probably should be making. So they're like, oh, oh. You're, you're getting tips. Well, hang on. You know? Hang on a second. Having been in the food business, that is not an easy business to make money in. No, I agree. I, I mean, it is hard. So... I think would would it's always been that I think because being a it, it goes back to the whole minimum wage thing. They're meant to be starter jobs, right? These are not meant to be a lifestyle, really. They get you into the workforce, get you acclimated to uh, to the to the adult environment as you decide to do more and more. In the the great American capitalism scheme of it all. So let me ask you this. Based on what you just said. Yes. Do we have so many more unskilled laborers in this country now that it's things like working at Walmart or working at Burger King or whatever it is that they those are the ways that they're trying to make a living? Who is? Unskilled laborers. 
can you like are you saying people just migrants coming into the country so no no i'm not i'm just saying people that don't have this a particular skill or they're not um skilled in a trade where they could probably make a little bit more money that that is what is going to bite us all in the ass as we go forward because the the amount of people that you meet that know how to do stuff around the house like i'm not talking complicated stuff yeah but and i mean before now youtube it's probably gone up a little bit but before youtube our generation there were a lot of people who didn't know how to do anything it's true yeah um and if you didn't have a father who (laughs) made you hold a flashlight maybe you don't learn but i think our generation and and mom i'm part of gen x just so you know and jack ace i believe you are as well yeah um i think the trades were a bigger deal then you know you went to a trade school like when you graduated high school if you graduated you if you didn't graduate it's because you were already going into a trade what you know for our age for our generation i remember there was a trade school across the school from my high school that kids we didn't have that you didn't have that no okay well no, I, I and, feel, I, and I think that's missing. I, well, I think fewer kids today are definitely going in, into trades. You know, they're going to work at, you know, they're they're becoming a cashier at, you know, Hobby Lobby and demanding $20 an hour because they need a living wage. That's an unskilled worker. That's a position that used to be held by, you know, when I first turned 16, I would go and be Sorry. a cashier. At Hobby Lobby, and I made minimum wage because, you know, as as a person entering into the workforce for the f- f- first time, I wasn't really supporting myself. I lived with my mom and dad. I was going to school. I wanted a part-time job, and that's what that was for me. Now, granted, I was a bag boy at Publix for my first job, and there were, there were like, stock managers that that was their profession. Yeah. You know? Um I don't I don't I can't speak to what they made or whether or not they made a decent living. The cost of living was less then than it is now, obviously. So, yeah, hmm. But so was the money. Well well I will say this. Um I agree with you. I'm just saying in the mid eighties it's hard to when I graduated from high school, I put myself through college working a part time job. Right. You can't do that today. Like you didn't want to go on colleges. I'm bringing it back, <laughs> baby. <laughs> bringing it back, full the circle. Whole show. Yes, you're right. But I mean, don't get me started on colleges and how much they cost. No, well, when we were talking about the scam of tipping, <laughs> and it's a scam, you know, because you are subsidizing and 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 right. I don't. I, I'm, don't Should get me wrong. Should you tip your cashiers at the uh, supermarket then? No. No, I, you know. What if they give you great service? Well, I mean, if you feel compelled but, no, to because tip if you somebody. Don't, if, you, if you're saying. It shouldn't be expected is what I'm saying. I, I, I think it's expected at certain, certain establishments, certain jobs are expected for you, you to tip. And it's because you are subsidizing their wage. Absolutely. Now, if you want to get into the fact that if you have to pay these people a living wage, how much your how much your meal is going to cost? Because then you get into the whole, dude. Who who you, your weight servers a lot of times, right? They are people who don't give an f. 
if they are not invested in the job that they have to do to get that living wage, are they going to give a damn? No. And you're going to get shitty service and you're going to go out of business. Yeah. They have to have an incentive for them to do well. You have to have an incentive for them to, yes, you have to, unfortunately, you have to have an incentive for them. That's a scam. To do well. (laughs) That is a scam. How is that a scam? Because either you want to do that job, either that's the job you want or it's not. And if it's not, move aside. Let somebody else do that work. Do you think anybody is fighting for those jobs? It depends on the, I, I think it depends on the the job itself. If maybe the, you know, like maybe a high-end restaurant where you get tipped pretty well, I would think, yes. That That's different. Pre- don't, yeah. don't, 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 take high-end out of this. Take high-end out of okay. this. Okay. So you're asking matter. me. At, because at high-end place, at Applebee's, they're probably giving them a higher so, mom, hourly wage. We're not getting any sponsorship, Mom. These are all just off-the-cuff mentions. So Applebee's. You're you're a waitress. You are a waitress. They're not really in a position to sponsor us. <laughs> just saying. Uh, I just want my mom to to know that there is no product placement here that we're just talking. So you're a waitress at Applebee's. Okay. Um, should you not expect to make a living wage working at Applebee's? A living wage? No. Enough to support yourself. Well, then I mean. I mean, I. I but the. That, that's an indiv- I think that's an individual choice. My individual choice would not to, to be where if I was ever going to be, if I had to be, <laughs> I'm going to get... Yeah, you're going to get in trouble. Get, I'm gonna Just get so do much it. Trouble. Just say Your it. mom's going to get so mad at me. <laughs> she's the only one listening. Don't worry. I know. She's, and she's got dementia. She won't remember. It's just, I'm just going to come back and get me canceled. <laughs> I, I'm just saying... I would have. I had greater aspirations for myself than to be in that position where right. I'm trying to make a living wage when I am waiting tables. Right, but you re- you have to acknowledge that there are some people that don't Absolutely. have your your skills, Absolutely. your abilities, and you know that no might question. be the best that they can do. No question. Do they deserve to be able to afford to put food on the table and afford their rent? And, you know, maybe take a, a vacation once every two or three years. I would say. Absolutely. Yes, they do. Absolutely. And and if that puts a restaurant on a business, is that their fault? I mean, why are we subsidizing? So, so because if, because if it costs more, if, if you make it. Is, is it important to you to be able to. Have a nice place that you and your family can go to a nice restaurant in town. Food is good, service is good. Not doesn't kill you from a dollar standpoint, but it's just a good, it's a good, dependable place to go. They're all killing me from a dollar standpoint these days. It used to be that I could take my family out and we'd be under hundred bucks. No, you, you no can't, problem. You can't blame. It's a hundred and fifty bucks dude. easy every time we go out. So we don't go out as much. So they're killing themselves, honestly. You think the restaurants are doing that? Well, they're charging what they have to charge because everybody wants a higher wage now. So, well, it is not just um, the wages. I know it's the cost of goods. Everything is getting more cost of goods. But go to the grocery store. So we're. I don't don't like to brag about the expensive places I've been. We are in a very weird economic time. But I was at the grocery store. Were you? Were you buying groceries? I was buying groceries. Are you just doing research for the show? Uh, 
they could, those thing, two things can exist simultaneously. It's like a Venn diagram. There's yes. some overlap. There's overlap. Yeah. All right. For, now, I do the shopping, so I know this. Okay. For the usual week, I won't say when, say a couple of months ago, maybe a year ago, the same, the same cart was more than two times no, what I believe it was it. last year. I believe it, yeah. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. In a year. That's kind of what we're dealing with, though, you know? And, I, and so I get it. <laughs> That's your answer. No, it's a scam. <laughs> it's what we're dealing with. We accept it, but it's a scam. Yep. It's, uh, you know, passing. And we all, so, yeah, great. You know, we want to give everybody a higher wage, but who ends up paying it for it? Every, you do, and I do. That's right. Yeah. Because, I, I know. That's my point. And that's a scam. How would you have it work? Uh, I think either you... So, so I'll, I'll, I'll take it a step further. Let's say somewhere like um, Wall Store. I won't use... <laughs> it's, it's, we call it Wall Store. They don't play, pay their people enough, and so most of the people that are, that are working there... How did you not go with Floor Tart? Floor Tart. <laughs> That's even better. Most of the people working there cannot afford oh well they're not getting paid a living wage all right and so a lot of them are on assistance programs mm -hmm. so in a way that's like tipping we're we are subsidizing the employment of of these people at this particular store because they're not being paid a living wage and i mean that's not just what was it floor tart it's not just floor tart. It is across the board. Anywhere that someone is not getting paid what they need and has to go on government assistance, that is subsidizing these companies to employ people at a lower wage. All excellent points. <laughs> I don't know if, if we're... <laughs> it's a scam. <laughs> you've, you've branched off from the tipping thing quite a bit if we want to get into well, global... Economics. No, you're right. I don't want to get into the economy because it's it is a very strange thing. We've never seen this before, right? Yes, we have. No, well, I mean, tell. I do. I, I so I tell do. me when we I have had. Seventies. We've had stagnant growth. The seventies. High uh, inflation. Jim Carter. High unemployment. No, 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 no. The employment was an issue under Jimmy Carter. Yeah. It's not now. We have very low unemployment. Because nobody's applying for jobs, dude. I am telling you. But my point is, looking, no, no, but no, that's, no. that's the economy no. we're in. That's that, the <laughs> that's numbers. That's the lie we're in. Well, maybe it's a lie, but this has never been seen before is what I'm telling dude, you. I, I have never seen. I'm just going to go to the employee thing for a second because it is top of mind for me. I have never seen a, a work, um, an industry, not even an industry, global, everybody, every industry I deal with is having employee issues. They can't get good staff. I, I don't know where everybody went. They never came back. So so it, it I, I feel like I, I have a little bit of an idea where they went. Number one, the baby boomers are all retiring. So they're leaving, and there's not enough Gen Xers to fill that gap. So they're looking at the younger generation, and they checked out during COVID. They're just like, we all got laid off. 
and you know we don't have health benefits anymore and this whole employment idea the whole idea of capitalism is a scam so i mean if you want to talk about but what okay but what are they doing for money they're living in their mom's basement i hey mom i just want to say you're welcome because i did at one point i did think about just folding my tents and uh, bringing everybody and living in your basement but I don't think that would be fun for anybody. Especially not me. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I don't know. Like people, that, you know, living, they're camping. And they're, a lot of them are doing that. They're, you know, they're, they bought RVs or I don't know where they got the money for it. Maybe they just I, cleaned so out I'm their thing. And they're living know in a van down went. by the river. I don't know where they went. I don't know. I, I don't, it's amazing to me. Maybe that they were never there. Maybe that's part of the problem. A big portion of the workforce was the baby boomers that are retiring. You know, maybe that's what it is. And maybe I you like, to, maybe I have to do an age analysis. You on know what's he, left? Here's the thing: we need to bring in somebody from a younger generation and talk to them about what they think, because I guarantee you they're going to tell you they feel like capitalism and the economy and the job market today is a big scam. They're being sold the same thing that the baby boomers were sold, which for them was true. You get a good job, you work hard, you save your money, you'll be able to retire. I don't know that I'm going to be able to retire. I've been doing that. I have been working that same formula, but there's no more pensions. My yeah. dad my, my right. dad left his job with a full pension. Yeah. And he had like 18 years of retirement. I know it, dude. I just don't see that happening. I know. You know? I know it. I'm like, I, at I, this point, I'm just like, I hope I can leave enough my my wife is going to outlive me for sure and i want to make sure that she's okay and if i can just leave enough for her when i go you know i'll work until i die and then not worry about it but i don't ever honestly you can walter I, white it yeah start start selling <laughs> maybe i just need to start studying chemistry <laughs> that would that'd be a good idea you know i mean that's true i mean look that was the point of that story that was the point of the whole story yeah is that and look what it did to him. Things are stacked against you, you know, and that you can't you can't get ahead unless you take some drastic measures, you know. And they hold that carrot oh, out in front of you. I mean, you know, play the lottery. Uh, you could you could be rich and famous too. Full disclaimer: We like to what we like to mention that we don't endorse the making the making of meth. Just don't get caught, kids. Mom, oh say no. No. Oh my God. Okay, please, don't get me started. Hey, that's a lot of bullshit. There was so much crap in this episode, we needed to break it up. Look for the next part to continue with the boys.